are good to go. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to read this quickly and start hour two with it because Brad's got somewhere to go. Um, he he's heading there, Brad. So I'm trying to catch you here before you get in. I know you got work to do, but he said it comes down to how bad do you want to win. He says maybe I should have said Lane with his abilities, unlike Jimbo, can sell Ole Miss as he has done, but better with more resources. He says what does Georgia and Alabama have to offer campus wise that Ole Miss and State don't have. Georgia hasn't had the success Bama has had. They finally won their second national championship 41 years after the first one, so it can be built like Kirby did. Hard work, yes. And then he said he was having to go into a patient's home. He might not get to hear this. So hopefully you're getting to hear it, Brad. appreciate your text. You see, here's what I think. I think the whole narrative of campus and, like, what you're offering there in terms of your roster and football roster, it's way overrated. It always has been. My – I mean, it's it's not a matter of I'm not debating who has a beautiful campus and who doesn't, right? <laughs> Everything is beautiful in its own way, Ray Stevens. Okay, but go to Georgia's campus, it's awesome. Go to Ole Miss's campus, it's gorgeous. Go to State's campus, you would not recognize it. You if you last went to State's campus ten years ago, you ain't gonna recognize it certain places that that's all but but guys looking at football now big time the the campus i mean we used to hear stuff about the grove being a draw and it helped him recruit players are you seriously do you really believe that (laughs) it might recruit you some students and it certainly is awesome for tailgating and all that but in terms of putting a guy on your roster doesn't have one thing to do with it never did that's a homespun tale. So the campus stuff has nothing to do with it. And then you go, Georgia hasn't had the success that Bama has had. Well, no, but they got started later. You can say they're on the same path. They certainly are having the same success, even more of it, in stacking their roster than they had at Alabama, which is a scary thought for everybody. Well, but now they have three national championships, not two. So, Brad, the deal is, sure, I'm, I'm with you when you talk about our school, State, and Ole Miss. You know, is it possible? Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of possible if the stars align just right. But listen, man. <clears throat> yes, it's, 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 yes, it's about more than just the dollars and the cents. But in the current structure and the way that rosters are built, current structure, the way that rosters are built, you can't you can't go out and catch their roster. Now, to your point, it takes the right coach and the right system. And a lucky bounce here or there, right? And you stay healthy, and maybe the other guys don't. Some of those things. But we're in a we're we're living in an era right now where I'm just I hate to tell you, but your roster ain't gonna match theirs. It's got to come some other way. And you go well, we can fundraise. Well, yeah, you can do really well, and you can raise more than some. 
you ain't raising more than them. Georgia, nope. Alabama, uh uh-uh. Texas, Texas A&M, no, sir. Raise your money till you're blue in the face. And to a certain threshold, it is just simply the cost of doing business. We get that. (laughs) But, I mean, it ain't the same, man. It is not the same. That's what you're up against. And, you know, for somebody like me and you who we love college football, we love the sport, it's a good thing it's as entertaining as it is. And it's a good thing that, you know, there's only one Georgia on your schedule. Or in this case, for you this year, there's there's a Georgia and Alabama. That's just two games. And it's a good thing there's some other games on your schedule with teams like you where you have something to go watch. Because what have we learned? Listen, I'm telling you, I agree with the positive attitude. We can do it. You don't take no for an answer. You strive. You do everything you can to have a better team next year and you did this year, do it over and over and over again. You'll look up someday and you'll have something. You make a run at somebody. I 100% agree with that. But to say that the, the chips aren't totally stacked against you would be ignoring the reality of it. <laughs> and that's just the reality of it. All right. We are underway. Hour two of the show. Off and running with you. Get on in here. If you're on the live stream, hate to you. YouTube, Facebook, even if you're on X, Twitter, you can text the show. But you can comment on the Murray West live thread. Jimmy said on YouTube on the Murray West live thread, Athens is an outstanding college town. Uh, Chuck says, college football players ain't coming to your school because you have pretty trees. (laughs) No, that's right. They certainly aren't. All right, over to the phone line. Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. You're a Kubota dealer. On line one, LSU 10, patiently waiting. Thanks for calling LSU 10. What's up? Yeah, I just I just had a comment. If you are a four- or five-star player and you're being recruited by Alabama, Ole Miss, or Mississippi State, and you're – objective is to get to the next level. Why would you go to a school that historically doesn't win eight, eight, nine games every year? You're not. You're going somewhere that you're going to have superstars around you and you're going to do the best you can. That's, I think that's why the two Mississippi schools don't compete year in, year out now. Ole Miss has got a good team this year. Mm-hmm. When's the last time they won 10 games? When's the last time Mississippi State won 10 games? Rest my case. Thanks for the call, LSU 10. Hey, hey have you, you killed a, another deer since I talked to you last time? No, but I'm going to get after them this weekend. There you go. And it's getting cooler. I wonder if it's going to rain this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I saw – I went over to Louisiana set this morning. I saw two small bugs about 11 does, and I got out of the woods at 7.30. How about that? Um, you know, of course, I drove through north, well, yeah, Louisiana on my way to College Station uh, this past weekend. I went, you know, I was in Vicksburg. I drove from Vicksburg to College Station, Texas. And you talk about some pretty places to hunt. Um, I mean, it is a it, – it, it looks – just right through there. All that area. Shreveport, Monroe, 
Of course, that's closer to, to the Mississippi line. You get over there towards Texas. That's some beautiful country over there. Thanks for calling, LSU 10. Good to hear from you. You bet. And, you know, again, I couldn't get over the speed limit. <laughs> I mean, getting to, you got into Texas, and, like, there's some of those towns, uh, what, Kennard, Texas, and Crockett, Texas. You're out in the middle of nowhere. And small towns, nice small towns. I'll tell you this, like you go through a couple of those in Texas, like Crockett, Texas, looked just like Houston, Mississippi. Had a town square with a courthouse in the middle, just like Houston, Mississippi. It could have been Houston. That was Crockett, Texas. But anyway, they've got two-lane roads out there. That Those two-lane roads in Mississippi are always 55 miles an hour, and out there they're 75. 75 miles an hour all right let's see text line country please and text line uh denzel said someone forgot to turn off the location of his tweet okay <laughs> uh is that real denzel come on now tell the truth and tell me that's real All right, let me just tell, let me describe for y'all what White Denzel just sent me on the country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. It's the best. And I had jalapeno and cheddar for breakfast. Jamie Chadwell, the head coach at Liberty, this is a screenshot of one of his tweets. It was dated yesterday you know and on twitter like it'll show you know your your account and he is coach chadwell and then it says see everyone on wednesday and he was retweeting something about the liberty flame sports network for the liberty football show with coach jamie chadwell presented by whatever wednesday night seven to eight at the mellow mushroom and all he's like and he retweets and says see everybody on wednesday and in this screenshot how it'll show you how many retweets on Twitter, how many likes, but it does show you the time that it was tweeted, the date, and in this case, before it shows you how many views it has, he it says he had his uh, location services turned on on his phone. Like on my iPhone from C Spire, you go into settings, you hit location services, and that's turned on your GPS. And his GPS on the tweet says Starkville, Mississippi. Now, come on now. Tell the truth that that ain't Photoshop. <laughs> See, and I don't know how to take it. Denzel sent it to me, and then he shows me this, and you can clearly see where it looks like it looks like an actual tweet that says Starkville, Mississippi. And, and Denzel has a message down here. It says, someone forgot to turn off the location of his tweet with a bunch of laughing emojis. Well, the laughing emojis are throwing me off, Denzel, because now – I don't know if you're it's a joke or not. <laughs> and I'll be honest, somebody could easily Photoshop that. I could absolutely Photoshop that. Now, my buddy Matt texts me, and see, he's smarter than the rest of us. And he said that he could have actually been in town in Starkville recruiting, right? Because Starkville High School's got kids who are being recruited. They got a quarterback and receiver and all this kind of stuff. And, yeah, I mean, you know, so he could have been in there recruiting. <laughs> According to this screenshot, 
Denzel, I want to know your opinion. Do you think it was real, or are you thinking that this is Photoshop? I could Photoshop make it look real. If we, <laughs> maybe we ought to do that. <laughs> really, like I'm gonna find a Jim Harbaugh tweet and I'm gonna Photoshop that line where it says he's in Start with Mississippi on there, right? <laughs> just for the heck of it. Huh? All right, look. So here's our response. Denzel said it's 100% real. All right, so that means there's only one of two possibilities. It was, if it's real, there's only one of two possibilities. Because it was yesterday at 2.49 p.m. Either he's in Startwell recruiting a Startwell player, or <laughs> or y'all didn't start tracking airplanes fast enough, and he beat you to it, went and had himself a conversation. Anyway, here we go. State grad 98 says, I've seen the same tweet. Looks legit to me. Uh, somebody else said it's got to be Photoshop because none of his other tweets have locations on it. <laughs> uh, Anthony from Tupelo texts the show. He says, you know, Belichick said that Joe Judge is the best evaluator of talent he's ever worked with. Anthony says that would be a great place. Uh, that would be great for a place like State. Says I don't know him at all. This could be media gibberish, but from what I've heard about the way he talks to players, would not go over well with this generation of soft kids. <laughs> Anthony from Tupelo says the first JMF, and I know what that is in reference to. He gave out he would lose a ton of kids. Yeah, I, I went through some of those JMFs for sure. Okay, somebody on the Murray West live thread, Gan Cakes on the Murray West live thread on YouTube is telling me now that that tweet now says from Earth. So do they change it? <laughs> Well, look, how do you do that? I need to know that. Somebody make a YouTube video of iPhone tips and tell me how to do that. How It's also now in a different time zone, too. So, but Beaver, so can you how do you go in there and manually change that though after it's already been out there? Now, that I don't know. That I don't know, but why Denzel sent, so it says 249 from Starkville, Mississippi. And then I'll go to Jamie Chadwell's Twitter and look, and it says 149 an hour earlier, and it is indeed changed to Earth. But I don't know how to change that. I don't I do not do a lot of the, uh, the, the X work. <laughs> Beaver, you are, you are somebody who is inquisitive, and you're, you're, na you're neither naive overly trusting nor pessimistic and overly non-trusting you, you you're inquisitive how does this land on you what are you thinking about all this what do you think about this tweet stuff and location thing i don't you mean like if i think this particular location is legit yeah i i don't buy it okay i think white denzel is trying to pull some trickery <laughs> Yeah, uh, here you go. He didn't buy it. Beaver's Beaver's gut is telling him 
Mm, something's fishy. This doesn't pass the smell test. See, I'm going into location services right now. My iPhone 12 Pro Max from C Spire. I click location services. It obviously gives me then the option to turn it on if I want to. I don't keep my GPS on. I save the battery on mine most of the time. Location alerts and then share my location. Share my location. That's different. Location alerts, yes, and then you just turn it on. But, see, I don't have, in my location services, I don't have an option to change anything. So, see, like, if I turn my GPS on, I start tweeting, it'll say, you know, 1.15 p.m. Tupelo, Mississippi, or whatever it says. But I'm not seeing a way to go in here and change that. I mean... See, so I, just just that little bit of research is starting to send me down the path of not trusting it either. Okay, let's go a little further with this. Investigative radio showing happening right now. Uh, Denzel says the person who screenshotted it could have been in the eastern time zone, which they're about an hour ahead. But I don't get that, Denzel. So you're saying, wait a minute. You're saying that what I see on the time, date, and location on someone's tweet is based on where I am reading it? So if I'm in the Eastern time zone, it would say 349 and not 249? But the location, why would the location be any different? That don't make any sense. Are y'all feeling like I've spent way too much time on this already? Because I'm starting to feel that way. <laughs> yeah, see, the same. Um, okay, Denzel. So that's what Denzel's telling me, that it can change based on where you're viewing it from. Steven shares the same screenshot of the same tweet with the same thing circled. And he says that it has changed. It now says from Earth, not from Starville. <laughs> Miko with an update in the country pleasing text line says location will only share where you are when you're in that location. Well, I mean, if it says Earth, uh, well, we could we probably could have guessed that. One. <laughs> <laughs> And Jason in Flagstaff says, man, I don't believe anything I see on social media anymore. And only about an eighth of what the real media reports. Well, what real media are you talking about, Jason? <laughs> Let's don't get into that, okay? Let's don't get into which media is real media. Am I real? All right. Now, Last layer on this, and pretty soon the music is going to start. Here, so so listen up, Denzel, White Denzel, Beaver, Matt, Miko, all of us who we've been discussing this. Jamie Chadwell, Coach Liberty, name on the list, tweets yesterday something about Liberty. It says in his location services it was 2.49 p.m. yesterday, November the 13th, in Starkville, Mississippi. Okay. All right. 
and then it's changed to earth. We don't know how you do that. Joshua on the Murray West live thread says that when your location services is on, your tweets and stuff that have gone out will say where it is. He says you turn it off, those same tweets then say earth. That's what he's saying. But Joshua, here's the one thing I can't get over. How does it know when to change it? The thing's already been tweeted, X'd. It's out there. Now, we have screenshots. So it's not like I'm looking at it live. But people are saying, okay, if I go now to that same tweet, then it's changed. You're telling me that Twitter X automatically changes what it says about a past tweet that already showed the location earlier, but it changes that when he turns a location off on his phone Afterwards, posthumously, not posthumously, but afterwards, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <clears throat> because that's a whole different level of stuff. See, Gancakes is saying that it is dynamic, meaning a little bit ago, it'll say he, Matt was in Tupelo. Right now, it'd say if I have it on, it's in Tupelo. Even though I'd already sent it out, if in an hour from now, I turn off location services, it won't say Tupelo anymore. That's what he's saying. So we're down to two possibilities. He was either there talking about the job or recruiting high school players or both, one or the other. Huh. As they used to say on Laugh-In, very interesting. <laughs> Y'all stick around. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. (laughs) All right, listen. (laughs) Technology is kind of amazing, but you got to control it a little bit, right? Or or it's going to show everybody where you are and what you're doing. I'm laughing because we have this tweet from yesterday from the head football coach at Liberty, Jamie Chadwell. The tweet from yesterday afternoon, almost 24 hours ago, that said he was in Starkville. His location was in Starkville. I went through this whole 10-minute exercise a bit ago doing the whole, like, I'm too dumb to figure this out thing. (laughs) And then when you figure it out, you're like, why didn't I figure this out quicker? Uh, trying to figure out if it's real or Photoshop. Turns out, it's real. All right, look, it's real. The guy was in Starfall. Now, here's the other thing I'm laughing about, is why am I so shocked, and or not even I'm acting like shocked or surprised, like, wow, when State's got a football opening and they're obviously going to interview football coaches. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? They fired a coach. They got they got to hire a coach, which means interviews have to take place. And here we are acting like shocked that interviews might be taking place. <laughs> we have to recognize the possibility that maybe Jamie Chadwell was in Starkville recruiting Starkville high school players. I don't know what the recruiting windows are. Sorry, I don't know. 
I don't keep up with it. So that's my fault. I'll, I'll own that. But he was there. <laughs> or his phone was. One or the other. Because what happened during the commercial break was this tweet that went out yesterday afternoon. It showed the time and the location. <clears throat> Uh, that went out your staff here. Well, today it has changed. It no longer says that. Now, the same tweet, if you go to it, it says Earth. Well, that's because they're telling me that location services is a dynamic deal. It will change that information. Even on stuff you sent out yesterday, it'll change the location if you turn it off. Turn it back on, it's going to show. Right? That's what I understand. Now he's got it off. It's dynamic. It works. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Pretty impressive. But the next thing that happened during the break was they, uh, Maddie tweeted me and showed that yesterday it indeed on his tweet was showing location of Starkville because Liberty fans were commenting under that tweet saying, what are you doing in Starkville? Starkville, huh? For example, what he sent me was um, <clears throat> something called Liberty Sports Talk says are you announcing your departure this was yesterday on the you know under the comments of that tweet another one said you're in startwell huh you're not leaving us already are you so even those liberty fans were seeing yesterday that the location said startwell so it turns out that is legit so either he or his phone was there <laughs> <clears throat> so there you go so how do y'all feel about that jason and flagstaff Arizona, Texas show. And he says, um, I asked him what he was talking about. He said, real media. He said, any of it, both sides, neither mainstream <laughs> and uh, none of it. He didn't, he didn't listen to or believe any of it. Uh, MSU 1980 says, Matt, I missed who you were talking about to do with the location of the tweet, which coach you're talking about. Chadwell Liberty, Liberty head coach. State grad 98 says, from the research I just did, Liberty fans commented on the start with location from the tweet before the location was changed. So that might be one of those oops things right there. I mean, and you never know how that's uh, going to affect it. Now, Miko texts with a screenshot from a recruiting service, and it, he's showing me that Trey Petty, the quarterback uh, for Starkville High School, and when it shows his schools of interest, uh, Liberty is one of them. Now, okay. Am I looking at that? So, wait a minute. So, according to that, Miko, the kid from Star Wars committed to Illinois? Or is he committed to Illinois? Or he did commit and, and then decommitted. <laughs> I mean, they didn't change it. But schools of interest for Trey, Trey Petty, they list. Uh, Illinois, Arkansas State, Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, Georgia Tech, uh, Indiana, Jackson State, Liberty, and Memphis. So, yeah, he definitely could have been on a recruiting trip. Yeah, okay, look, J-Rock, I'll go ahead and read it. Okay, I'll read it. Um. J-Rock texts the show and says, I don't want to start rumors, Matt, but I think I saw Coach Prime at Little Dewey's. 
Are we going to start seeing that? I mean, that stuff in the past, J-Rock, how stupid was that? Hey, hey, hey. Somebody said they saw Dan Marino <laughs> at Old Waverly. <laughs> stupid. The only thing dumber than some of our coaching search stuff over the years, you're talking about State, and Ole Miss, and others, the only thing dumber is any time – Tennessee has had a coaching opening. Anytime Tennessee's been doing a coaching start, they top everything all time. They can laugh at us. We can't ever stop laughing at them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like Twitter is uh, X. I cannot make the change. Are y'all having trouble with that? It's always a second guess. I always say Twitter first and then I have to go back and Edit it. Oh, X. Talking about the, the stupid coaching stuff. Uh, Gancakes on the Murray West live thread. He's watching on YouTube. Said, I'll never forget how many times Billy Napier didn't actually visit Starwell. <laughs> I know. I You know, I don't know. I hadn't heard it straight from the horse's mouth, but I've pretty good sources. And I've always heard that Napier State never even got to talk to him. It was never a thing of, hey, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, good to talk to you. How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. No, I mean, like, not even that ever happened. There was, like, literally, he would not reciprocate any communication <laughs> whatsoever was what I understood about um, Napier regarding when, when state had openings. Uh, Robert with an interesting thing here on the uh, Murray West live thread. He said, I hadn't heard anything about James Madison's coach for consideration, but I think Kirk Signetti would be a great coach. Your thoughts? Well, I'll tell you this. They're getting it done where he is. You know, beyond their record, I've not even seen him play. Beyond their record, I don't know anything about them or him, just to be totally honest. And uh, I don't know. Do you all feel this way that when when you start paying attention to coaching searches, okay, and who out there is a candidate for what job, I and mean, even more so than a candidate, who's an applicant for certain jobs. When you start looking at it, we, we, I feel like we so often just easily, dare I say lazily, we just fall into this gap of here's what we do. So-and-so over there has got a winning team, therefore he can come here and have a winning team. And that guy over there has a losing team. Therefore, if he comes here, he will only ever be able to have losing teams. <laughs> that's what we do. But that's not really the reality of any of it, as has been proven over and over and over and over again. I mean, there's got to be some other things to consider. Problem is, so much of it is PR. It's an entertainment business, so so much of it is PR, right? And so you're winning the press conference is a priority. You want everybody to be really happy, and sure enough, I'll give you some money. <laughs> yeah, I'll come play for you. We haven't even practiced yet, but I'm coming, and I like the the vibe, and that's part of it. Okay, that plays, and like you say, that plays a factor also. But, but really, when you think about it, what I described is true. We all do that. We go. Hey, that guy over there, he's undefeated at James Madison, which means 
He can go anywhere else and probably be undefeated. <laughs> Do a really good job. Well, that's stupid. It just even sounds stupid when you say it, but that's kind of how we approach this stuff. By the same token, hey, Cliff Kingsbury didn't even win 10 games at Texas Tech with Patrick Mahomes. Therefore, he could never possibly ever coach a team to a winning record. Couldn't do it. <laughs> now, see how stupid that sounds? But a lot of it is that's how we approach it for some reason. Uh, let's see. Should I read what Clay sent? Clay, are you serious? Or Clay texts the show, and he says, Jimbo Fisher to Starble. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.wcom, and you got then on there, man, you go click, 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 it's real easy. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo Boomhauer, the wealthiest redneck on the planet right now. Uh, <laughs> Jimbo Boomhauer. State grad 98 says, I also just read that we can only talk to agents right now, so the chances we talk to Chadwell in person are minimal. Okay. Uh, Louvier texts the show and says, that mentality. He's winning over there, so he's going to win if he comes here. Is the foundation of wisdom of Bo Bounds just saying? <laughs> he says, yep, y'all go run, tell him I said that. And then he signed it. Go Saints. Who that? Hey, Louvier, Jameis tried to pull one out Sunday. Just a little bit short, but he, he tried. Made it interesting. Y'all stick around. Your sports. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Man Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. All right, we, we confirmed that Clay was just joking around when he texted the show and sent Jimbo Fisher to Starville. And it seems like that's the second go-around with that, right, Clay? Like, didn't we years and years and years ago have one of these coaching searches at State where people were thinking that Jimbo was up for the job? Um. Yeah, I, I knew you were joking. Appreciate that. Um, coaching candidates, Jimmy on the Murray West live thread said, Fritz and Signetti, that would be the guys at Tulane and James Madison, respectively, are both in their 60s, and that might be a hang-up. What's wrong with that? 60s not old. <laughs> Jimmy? You got something against old people? Jimmy, I'm saying that as one of them. That's what I feel like. Okay, because it's still a ways off, all right? But I'm way closer to 60 than I want to. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm late 40s. Okay, but the later you get in your 40s, <laughs> the closer 60 starts to look in the, in the windshield there. And I'm going, golly, that ain't old. 60 is the new 50. <laughs> maybe uh, alright uh, over to the phone line Divini Equipment phone line Adam hanging on line one what's up Adam happy Thanksgiving to you Matt I you know, too, I you too. hey my friend uh, how come we've never nobody's talking about Steve Spurrier Jr. for this job He know, I mean he's coached a long time he's not a real big time name 
But if you want to know the truth, that's probably who we should have hired last year mm-hmm. after Mike Leach died. Hmm. You think there's a possibility we may see him? I mean, I don't think so. Um, you know, it would be one of those. It makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, well, makes, I mean, you know about I, I tell you what would have made I mean, sense. I tell you what would have made sense is what you said on the back end of that. What would have made sense is if he was made the interim, okay, and maybe they won, and then he got the job kind of like Zach did where it's a small contract, but it's almost like a one-year tryout deal. Okay, then, you know, he's got a chance. But, you know, as far as hiring him away, he's the offensive coordinator at Tulsa right now. And I would just say that that's the thing about him. Let's just be honest, Adam. I think a lot of Coach Spurrier, talking about Steve Jr., I think a lot of him, and he is a good football coach, and he's going to have a good career. The deal is, though, he was so loyal to Coach Mike Leach all those years that he never left Coach Leach to go be an offensive coordinator somewhere. He was always his receivers coach on on the Leach staff. So – if I'm looking at it right, I mean, if he's been an offensive coordinator, it's way off in the past somewhere. This is his first time, and it's just yeah. one year of it. So when you're talking about other coordinator types out there that when those names come up, like, for example, like a Levy, well, he's been a coordinator longer at multiple schools at this level. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here yeah. and, and knock Steve Spurrier Jr., and I like him a lot too. And had they made him the interim last year about this time, I'd have been all for it, but I just don't. I don't think his resume is where it's got to be in that marketplace to be an applicant for a head coaching job in the SEC. That's just what I think it is. Well, I mean, you know, the whole thing was Zach Arnett. If he would have taken, if this team right here would have been a, a dumpster fire last year and didn't return nobody or didn't return anybody, but this dude got a nine-win team from last year. With pretty much the same roster except for a few. And then the league's not as good, and here it is. You're struggling to even score a point. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. And I don't understand why we didn't fire the OC with you. To me, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, Matt. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, well, and some of it could, some of it may just be numbers. Hey, Adam, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Hang on real quick. This came up earlier in the show, and I said I was going to address it, and then I smooth forgot to do it. Let me let me say this. A, a few days ago, bef- you know, in, in texting with friends, somebody was asking about you know the decision. Do you do they do something now? Do they wait? Whatever. And and my evaluation of it was, I think you from an AD perspective, the athletics director Adam had to simplify this in his mind. I think. And and you simplify it. I I would think this way right here. If we've got two games left, and whether we do a whether we make a change now or wait until after the year is strictly going to be based on this criteria, which one of those decisions will get this team help this team to play harder in the last two games? If we make a change now and do an interim thing, does that inject some juice and energy on our team for these last two games, or? Do we have more energy and juice by hanging on and waiting and not firing him now? That's strictly what the decision was based on. 
that's what I believe the timing. The decision was already made to move on, period, end of story. Doing it with two games left was strictly, I think, a move to go ahead, let's get it out there, and we do the interim thing with Greg Knox, and maybe, just maybe, with two games left against two teams from our state, it injects a little life into our team because you could see coming out of A&M the other night, it was lifeless. Does that make sense at all? It does. It does. I mean, but whoever we get, here's the only thing, the collective what I'm worried about. I Because, you know, somebody's going to, if you go to an interview, first, that's going to be one of the first questions to ask. You got any, how much money I own money do I have to play with? Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. And I, that's the only thing that scares me. But, mm-hmm. hey, Matt, happy Thanksgiving, man. You, all have a, you and your family have a great, great one. Yep, you too. Appreciate it. Thank you. Dagum Beaver, you and I, we hadn't even talked about next week. What are we going to do? Beaver, does your family have a humongous like Thanksgiving get-together, throw-down, food all day, turkey, all that stuff? No, it's just me and my parents because most, let's see, the family we were closest with, Aunt, uncle, and four cousins, they live in Texas. And then two more cousins, they live out in California. So we don't have a a family around here much, so it's just us. It's just us at Thanksgiving every year. And it's funny you ask this because last night, little C, (laughs) little C asked me, she says to me, she says, hey, is Thanksgiving next week or the week after? She couldn't remember. And to be completely honest with you, I told her, oh, it's the week after next. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't just fibbing. I, last night, I lost total track of my days. I really thought that Thanksgiving is in two weeks. <laughs> we, we are going to be in December, almost December in two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, it sort of uh, snuck up on us, didn't it? It did. I, I'm telling you, it is really sneaking up on us. Well, yeah. So I don't know what we got to do. See, here's my thing, Beaver. It's like I had a period of time in radio when I was first kind of getting started in the talk radio thing where when we would have those Thursday night egg bowls, my thought was, well, you kind of need to do a show the following day because you had the game the night before, and people are going to want to talk about it. But what I ran into was everybody's off on that Friday after Thanksgiving. Like, nobody's doing anything but sitting around at home, deer hunting, eating leftover turkey, watching you know, the Friday games. They're not even in their cars driving around. You know, It's a little bit of a different deal, so I don't know. We can talk about that later, as opposed to what I'm doing right now, which is the very unprofessional on-the-air live production meeting. (laughs) Strongly discouraged by radio professionals everywhere. Wes from Carthage texts the show on the Country Pleasing text line. says, Cliff Kingsbury recruited and coached uh, Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, Manziel, head coaching experience in the NFL and Texas Tech. What do you think? Yeah. I, like I said, I said earlier. Um, I mean, that's a if if there's any interest there, and you haven't already decided 
and come to an agreement with somebody if there's interest there. It's someone that you, you have to talk to. Been a head coach at both levels and, you know, offensively can do things a little different, can be a little outside the box offensively. I feel like I feel like State's going to need that. That's what I feel like. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be someone who's labeled or pigeonholed as this kind of offense or that kind of offense, but just somebody who maybe has a history of figuring out a way to be a little creative there. But, you know, I'm really – I mean, it's easy to stand here and talk in big, broad terms. All right, what a show! We had a little, we had a little location services <laughs> learning session on the show today. Even worked in a happy Thanksgiving for next week. Man, what a show! All the comments, all the people watching, all the texts—we were loaded down today. Thank y'all so much. All right. Back at it again tomorrow, same time, same place. For Beaver, I'm Matt, all of us here on the show, in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Go! With the home team. See you all tomorrow.